everybody. This is Pitney. And this is Amelia. And we are from Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique. And you're listening to The So Wizard Podcast. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare. You are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you're the people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 229 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Rakins. Happy holidays to everybody. Happy uh, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Festivus, Boxing Day, whatever, whatever, however you get down. Happy holidays. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we're going to talk a little bit of news, and then we're going to go into a review of the newest movie from the DCEU, Aquaman. Before we get into all that, how's everyone doing? Markellis, tell us, Markellis, how are you this week? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm catching up on my movies. I'm trying to watch as many movies as I can before the end of the year so we could, uh, so I can make an informed decision about my best of, worst of. About 2018, I'm sure it's pretty locked down, but I want to try to incorporate everyone. So right now I'm on the movie binge. I'm going nuts. Awesome. Are you uh, you done with work until after Christmas or you have to go into work on Christmas Eve? Uh, yeah, I'm going into work on Christmas Eve just for a few hours. Uh, we're only going to be open for a few hours, which is cool. But then I got the rest of the day and I got Christmas off. So I will most likely be at the cinemas or uh, in front of uh, my DVD player. Nice. How about you, Aubrey? What's going on? You know, absolutely nothing. I thought like I'd have all this time. I had two weeks off in between jobs, and I ended up spending the past two weeks running around doing a million fucking things. I didn't have two weeks. It was a lie. It was a sham. <laughs> did you disappointing. Did you at least get most of the stuff done that you wanted to get done? I guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Grumpy. All right. What about you, Joey? How are you doing? Oh boy, uh, I am fucking tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the busiest time of year. This last week here is the busiest time of year at my real job, and I had a bunch of hours at my other job. So let's see. Let me see if I can break it down for you. Uh, Friday, I worked six to nine p.m. at my second job at the mall, and then I drove to my real job and worked 10 to 6.30 a.m. Uh, lifting boxes. And then I came home, I slept, and then I got up and went back to the mall from 6 to 9, and then I went back to my other job and worked 10 to 6.30. And then today I got home, I slept for a few hours, I got up, I went to the mall from 1 to 5, and then I'm recording, and when we finish, I'm going to take a quick nap, power nap, and then I'm going back to the real job from 10 to 6.30. So. But then I have the next two days off. So. Hey, there you go. There you yeah, but no working, no podcasting. You're good. You're good for a couple yeah. of days. And uh, all my Christmas shopping's done, so I'm good. Nice. 
Nice. Aubrey, you get all your Christmas shopping done? I did, but of course I'm like in that mentality where I'm like, oh, did I get people enough? I feel like I need to go get them more. No. I know. It's horrible. <laughs> Just stop now. Just back away. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I don't want anybody to have a bad Christmas. So I keep thinking, did I get enough? Oh, there's certain people I wouldn't mind seeing have a bad Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Well, Mark Hellis, why don't you tell the listeners out there where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? Sure. All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you'll also find movie reviews from yours truly, uh, Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. What up, Adam? Uh, you'll also find our merchandise there so you can purchase some of our t-shirts and look good while you're representing the show. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. There's a big A. You click on that A, you do your Amazon shopping, you receive your products, and that way you get to help out our little show. You can also find our social media links on the website. We have links to our Facebook page, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you are there. You can also find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. You can find us on Podbean, on Google Play Music, and you can stream our shows through Spotify. Uh, you can also support our show through our Patreon page, uh, patreon.com backslash Podcast. Uh, support the show and receive bonus content from us. Uh, shout out to all of our podcasting buddies. Back to you, Joey. So send an email. Give me a response. Tell me one little lovely, sexy evening. It miss Stephanie Buscakes. <laughs> I just love this. Send me an email. I love that. <laughs> I got to make some new drops for you. Uh, Chris Chan released that like 15 minute long video of him explaining dimensions merging together. Whoa. There's know. some there's some prime sound drop material in there. So. I, I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone is ready for that. All right. So what are we doing? We got some news going on here, Mark. Yeah, we got a little bit of news. Let's do it. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, Mark Ellis. Drop it like it's hot. All right, so this week in Nerdy News, we got our first look at the genie from Guy Ritchie's upcoming Aladdin movie. <laughs> Uh, we knew that Will Smith was going to be playing a genie, but we didn't have a visual on him. We saw Jasmine. We saw Aladdin. Uh, even saw Jafar. No genie until this week. Our first look at Will Smith as the genie, and he looks like Will Smith as the genie from uh, the Broadway play. So I personally don't have a problem with this at all. Apparently, people kind of lost their shit over it. Uh, I don't see anything wrong with it at all, other than he's not blue, but he is going to be blue in the movie. So, uh, yeah, so we got our first look at Will Smith. What did you guys think of it? Let's start with Aubrey. He looks like Sinbad. <laughs> uh, and that's all I could think of. Sinbad, like Sinbad in the Seven Seas, or like Sinbad, like the actor Sinbad? <laughs> like Sinbad in the Genie movie, Sinbad made, that nobody can seem to find. That never happened. I'm telling you it did. I am one of the believers. One of the believers. It existed. There's articles written on it. Yes, yeah, I would think more Kazam, like Shaq as Kazam. 
Right. Uh, no way. Send bad genie. <laughs> All right, Joey, what about you? What did you think of it, dude? Knew that was coming. That, that's what I thought of it. <laughs> I can't make it or sit here and pretend I was excited for an Aladdin live action movie. Um, right. But I, I would have, you know, at least gone to seen it for the show or whatever. I wasn't like vehemently opposed to it. Um, it, it looks terrible. What? <laughs> it just looks like Will Smith with a goofy haircut and a vest. Yeah. <laughs> Like what the fuck? This doesn't look like the genie from Aladdin. It looks like the genie from like a Univision like telenovela. <laughs> <laughs> just looks terrible. It's like a cable access like genie. I don't understand. No way. Could he at least be blue? Like it, it, it'd be like if what they're like Will Smith is gonna play Darth Vader in the new Star Wars movies and it's just Will Smith in a black t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, like put some effort into it. There's a, a specific look that the genie from Disney Aladdin has, and that's not it. <laughs> He's supposed to be blue. Right, right. But this is like an anamorphic. <laughs> this isn't the animated movie. This is a different take on that that movie, that story. Yeah, just like Beauty and the Beast was a different take on that. <laughs> oh, it was the same fucking movie, just a live action. All right. Touche. Touche. Fair point. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's been an Aladdin Broadway play for years. For years, and a genie looked like Will Smith. And in fact, the dude even won a freaking Tony Award for playing the genie. So when I I've seen that for years. So when I see Will Smith, that's all I see is like them blending in the popular Broadway look to this. But like I said, he is going to be blue in the movie. Just in these pictures, he's you know regular. But you know you can't do you can't re- recreate Robin Williams' performances or looks from the Aladdin cartoon. Like, that's just impossible. You have to completely hit it from a, a totally different direction. And the fact that he looks like he, in another Aladdin movie, if the cartoon didn't exist, no one would have any problem with this look at all, I don't think. Uh, so I I think it's fine. I don't know why everyone's losing their shit over it. I think it's fine. Uh, we'll see when it comes out. Maybe he'll still be blue and, like, morph into stuff. Like when Michael Jackson turned into a panther in the black and white video. <laughs> or when he turned into a car in a moonwalker video. <laughs> or a giant robot and then he fought Joe Pesci. <laughs> that happened, right? I'm not like imagining. No, no, no. That did happen. That okay. did happen. <laughs> Michael Jackson paving the way for uh, Will Smith. That time his robot turned into like a drum machine and Captain EO was pretty cool too. <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, in... Other first look news, we got our first look at the new, speaking of Will Smith, uh, the new Men in Black International trailer starring Chris Hemsworth, Thor himself, and Tessa Thompson, uh, Valkyrie herself, as the new Men in Black uh, taking over from Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. The trailer, uh, the movie's going to be directed by F. Gary Gray, he of Friday and Fate of the Furious, uh, and I, it looks just like another Men in Black movie. I wasn't. There's nothing about it that really blew me away. Uh, Joey, what did you think of this trailer? Um, I like Tessa Thompson, obviously. Red-blooded American male. So, <laughs> uh, I like Chris Hemsworth. Uh, even in bad movies, he's good. Like yep. He was funny in Ghostbusters, even though that movie was terrible. So he, he's good at comedy. I, I like Liam Neeson, obviously. Uh, Men in Black is fine as a franchise, but this wasn't like I, I wasn't like blown away by this. It's yeah. very 
blah. Yep. Like, okay, it's a, it's a trailer for men in black with these people starring in it. And if I had never seen the trailer, this is what I would imagine it looked like without ever seeing it. So, um, yeah, I guess, I mean, I'll go see it, I guess, but I, I don't know. Like it feels weird to have them doing nostalgia callbacks to like the first men in black when like, that's so old and has like, no, not really anything in the cultural zeitgeist. Like, it's not like, you know, seeing a lightsaber in a star Wars trailer or something yeah. like it, it's like, who fucking cares? <laughs> Is there going to be a chihuahua that like talks or something? What was it? Was that in the, uh, was it a pug? That was like a pug with a little, uh, necklace or something. Yeah. I mean, is, is that, is that going to be in there too? And we're going to be like, oh, nostalgia, nineties nostalgia, but I, I don't know. It's fine. I guess I, I, I want to see it. I'm sure it'll be, it could be better than the trailer, but this was a very, uh, two and a half out of five trailer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to know who asked for this. <laughs> like who, who really wanted another men in black movie? That didn't star uh, Will Smith. Sony. Oh, there you go. They, they need something. Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of the Men in Black trailer? I don't want this movie. <laughs> there you go. Is That's there- just how I like. I don't feel like it's going to be good. They already redid Ghostbusters and it was trash. Like I don't want this movie at all. What about Chris Hemsworth though? What do you like? What do you I think about care. Chris? No, no. Wow. Mm, I just I don't want it. It's a big mistake. I just want. I mean, you, you don't want to go see it. I don't, but I know I'm going to have to. <laughs> I, was, I was queuing up your sound drop. For <laughs> well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> don't want to see it at all. I think it's going to be horrible. And I was going to go into what I'm going to say later, but I'll stop there. Okay. All right. All I want is a scene of them entering a dark room with their guns ready to go and Tessa Thompson singing a song as they lead the charge. That was, that was a Creed 2 joke for you, Joey. I know. I know. <laughs> but as long as, she, as long as long as we can get a Will Smith song out of it. Yeah. Maybe we could get is Will Smith going to make a song for Aladdin. Of course he is. Dude, if he does, all is forgiven. Wow. I don't care what the genie looks like. All right. So then in the other trailers that dropped this week, we got our first look at the, the new Hellboy remake. Wow. There's a lot of remakes this week. Jesus. Um, David Harbour from Stranger Things is the new Hellboy. And it, you know, looks like it's going to be looks like there's there's a few dollars behind the production of this movie. Uh, it looks big. It looks badass. Uh, again, I'm not sure who wanted this, who asked for it. But as um as uh, Tom McFarlane said when we were at uh, New York Comic Con, you know, all of the DC movies and Marvel movies are all bought up studios need to they need other characters so i can see how hellboy gets like gets the nod to come back to the big screen uh what did you think of the trailer aubrey it looked okay it looked kind of cool mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i heard you singing a uh, moany moany to yourself a little bit earlier so i guess it uh, <laughs> it, it implemented implemented itself into your head it did i'm i really like billy idol so <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Did, now, you said you didn't want a Men in Black trailer did, or a Men in Black movie. Did you want another Hellboy movie? Um, I didn't see the first one, so I have yet to watch them. So, I mean, that one's fresh for me. Oh, so this, so. Would, be, this would be a whole new experience for you. You haven't seen any of the Hellboy movies at all. Right. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, at least now now I know who this movie was made for. All right, Joey. Me! <laughs> what about you, Joey? What would you think of that trailer, dude? It's got your boy behind a camera. I know. And that speaks to something uh, you mentioned that it looks like it has a lot of money behind it. It probably doesn't, but right. that's what he does. 
Yeah. He makes your $5.65 budget look like a $165 million budget. So, mm-hmm. uh, if you ever watch the uh, behind, do you ever watch the behind the scenes on the descent? God, I watched it like whenever I came out like 10 years ago, 12 years yeah. ago. Most of the cave sequences were just like they didn't film in a cave. <laughs> it's like five modular pieces that they moved around in a warehouse and, and shot all different angles from to make it look different. Oh, yeah. I think I remember that. It was crazy. Uh, he can squeeze <laughs> blood from a stone. And I love all his movies. So we've established that. Uh, I think it looks great. I love the trailer. I liked the feel of it. I liked everything about it. Looks great. Cannot wait to see it. Uh, Hellboy looks cool. It looks funny. We got the Mila Jovovich. Looks fantastic, <laughs> yep. as always. But I do have pause. Okay. Well, when they announced this, they were going around all over social media saying, well, this is going to be darker and closer to the comic. And this is going to be closer to the comic. And we want to make this one just got to be closer to the comic. It's not like the comic doesn't have humor in it, because it does. But it's also very dark and gothic. And this looks like a Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's if, if you just want to make a new Hellboy movie, it's fine. But don't like campaign out in the public about how it has to look closer to the comic and then just come out with something that doesn't look like it at all. Like, I don't understand. It's fine. I guess they just, they were so scared of people uh, being mad about Guillermo del Toro, not being uh, the director anymore, but, mm-hmm. but didn't it look like, like the other Hellboy movies? Like visually, doesn't it like a little it- bit? Yeah. Yeah. But they were talking about it. The, the other Hellboy movies aren't close to the comics either. So. Oh, well, and they were talking about going closer to the comic books, which is cool to me because the comics are fucking phenomenal. But they uh, they didn't look like they did. So yeah, <laughs> really understand what that was all about. But which is fine as long as it's good. And my boy uh, Neil Marshall gets some more movies to make and make some money. I'll be happy. I really want him to make that D- Dracula movie he's wanted to make for like 15 years. So. Like Dracula 2000? No. <laughs> um, did you ever read did you, either of you guys ever read Dracula, the actual novel? Oh, God, no. Um, I think I did once. <laughs> okay. Um, there's a sequence in it where Dracula travels by boat. I don't remember where he's going. It's probably been like 20 years since I read it, but this ring a bell to you at all. He's in a boat. Nope. No, no. Okay. Well, the, the whole shtick of it is that, you know, the boat crashes and, uh, that's how he, and he, he escapes from the boat afterwards when it crashes. But the whole movie he wanted to make was about the voyage of Dracula on the boat. So he's on the boat and they don't know there's a vampire in the cargo hold. And all the sailors are like getting picked off one by one, like a horror movie, kind of like the thing or alien. Gotcha. Which sounded fucking fantastic, especially from that director. But of course nobody would give him money to make it, but maybe after Hellboy is a big, huge, massive hit. Fingers crossed. Yeah. That's really the one thing I want to come out of this is that he makes a small budget comic book movie that looks like a big budget movie and then someone else is like okay here you go here here's some more toys for you to play with go do something else exactly that yeah that's what i want so i, I hope the movie is good I'm, I'm actually looking forward to seeing what he does on a big screen again yeah i'm all in for it based on the trailer that's the only thing that gave me pause was that they had mentioned they wanted to look like more like the comic and it doesn't look like the comic at all so um that's fine as long as it's cool i think it looks cool i think it looks funny i think uh Hopper looks great as Hellboy, so yeah, let's do it. Cool. All right. So, uh, so yeah, that's it for uh, for the news. Uh, the news that's worth talking about, anyway. All the news that's fit to print in sound. <laughs>
All right, Mark Ellis, you know what time it is. We have to go back. That's right, kids. It's time to go back. Back to the DCEU for a movie we've been talking about for a while. Not as long as we talked about Batman versus Superman, but certainly have been talking about this for a while. It is James Wan directing Jason Momoa as Aquaman. And we all had a chance to see it. Let's uh, get some initial impressions and non-spoiler talk out of the way, and then we'll spoil the crap out of it, and you'll get to hear exactly what we thought about this. Aubrey, you got to see the movie. What did you think? (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That's not good. You either just shit yourself or Aquaman's really bad. (laughs) I did not like it at all. At all. Nothing at all. redeemable to this movie at all. Even shirtless Jason Momoa. And not even it. shirtless Jason Momoa. I mean, it, the the fight scenes were kind of cool um, just because of how the movement was. But other than that, fucking stupid. Oof. All right. Um, hopefully Mark's got some better news for us for the DCEU. Mark Ellis, what'd you think? Kalel, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> you know, it you know, there's some good stuff in this movie, um, but it doesn't outweigh everything else, unfortunately. Uh I, I give him I give him a, a pat on the back for trying, like good effort, you know, a little pat on the head, but nope, there's still there's still a lot of work to be done at the DCEU in order for them to make a, a good movie. I don't know why it's so difficult for him, but they haven't cracked that code yet. Oof. All right. Um I thought it was okay. <laughs> the best uh without spoiling anything well it's not really spoilers but it reminded me of venom a lot really i know aubrey loved venom because of tom hardy (laughs) but you know how venom was like it was all right and there's nothing like overly offensive in it you just weren't like it wasn't like watching batman v superman or or anything it was like face meltingly awful yeah it's just kind of there and like there were parts of the movie that were fantastic. So in Venom, the parts where, you know, he, Eddie and Venom are interacting and learning how to be Venom are like the best parts of the movie. But the actual like plot of the movie, you don't fucking care. <laughs> like that's to me how Aquaman was like. I liked Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I think he was he's good as Aquaman. I have a problem with that. I liked when anytime there was a fight scene, it was great. Um, you know, some of the stuff they did, like adventuring around, trying to not spoil stuff, adventuring around and doing things cool, fun. But anytime like we had to actually have like a movie plot, yep. it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, I didn't fucking care at all about the storyline in any way, shape or form. But, you know, it was OK. I mean, that's the best I can give you. It was OK. It was certainly better than Suicide Squad. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Does anyone have anything they need to say non-spoilers or should we just start spoiling the crap out of this? I mean, I would say that Aquaman is probably my second favorite DC uh, movie. All right, don't give it away for free now. That's coming up <laughs> at the end here. I won't. I won't. But right. I'm just saying, like, it wasn't horrible. It, was, it wasn't as bad as Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman, but I did not enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to give this movie the fairest chance that I possibly could. I got seats uh, the in the biggest screening, the biggest theater, uh, 3D glasses, dead center, 
I wanted to let this movie completely do its thing. And, you know, when you get to the end of a, a superhero movie, there's always like that scene where, you know, you get the, the hero pose and then little kids start clapping like, yay. At the end of this movie, it was dead fucking silence. <laughs> it was like, like the, the big hero moment, the big hero scene at the very end of the movie where you're supposed to be cheering. Nothing. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh no! Oh, no! 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 no. <laughs> this isn't good at all. Um, yeah, I actually went to see this Thursday night at the uh, release. Well, you went to the pre-release party, Mark Ellis. That yeah. was like super expensive. I went actually on Thursday night, which I never usually do anymore because I usually have to work. But there's some machinations with my schedule getting jigged around at work, and with me working so much Friday, Saturday, and today, uh, there was no way I was going to have any time to see it. So I'm like, all right, I got it. <laughs> Like one night I can go. So I went and I saw it and there were a decent amount of people there. Same thing here. It was dead silent. Oh, um, the people I'm also no longer straight edge based on breathing. The people sat in front of me, <laughs> <laughs> they smelled like wacky tobacco so bad that I thought it was a Cheech and Chong movie. Holy shit. Uh, wait, you're at, um, you didn't go to like the theater with the reclining seats, right? You went to like, no, the theater, yeah. no I, I went to, uh, well, I went to a theater that has them, but it wasn't in that theater. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So you were closer than, uh, than, uh, you normally would be. I wish I could have reclined away from the cloud of smell <laughs> around these people. Yeah. Well, you know, that might be the only way that they must have enjoyed it. Cause that might be the yeah, only way that some it. people could have enjoyed Look it. At the colors, man. It's that freedom rock, man. <laughs> That's what people who smoke marijuana say, right? Uh, sure. Okay, I don't know anything about this stuff. So, all right, let's play a spoiler sound drop, and then we're going to talk spoilers. Spoiler alert! I had seen the future, and I had to prevent it. <laughs> oh boy! All right, where where do we even start, Mark? We start in Maine, 1985. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> Django Fett is <laughs> is living in a lighthouse. <laughs> right, right. With nobody else, there's no one around him. He has no neighbors. He's just out uh, working a lighthouse, trying to fix a window. And he looks down on the rocks and the water beneath him. And there's Nicole Kidman dressed in a white spandex scaly suit. I don't know why this was such a big deal. Because if he lives on the beach, he should be used to planks of wood washing up all the time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but this one he's like, ooh, this is this is a blonde one. <laughs> I'm gonna nail this wood, right? All right, so he finds her and uh, he rescues her, which is typical. This is the typical Aquaman story. Everybody knows this story. At least I would think most people do. Uh, he finds her, brings her in. Uh, she's hurt, and he patches her up and threw her clothes. Right, threw her clothes. You know, it's very PG thirteen, very respectful. And uh, she wakes up and tries to kill him. She kills his TV <laughs> that happens to be playing uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, I think. And uh, they fall in love somehow. After he teaches her how to drink tea. Right. And she eats his goldfish. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, they fall in love. Oh, and by the way, um, Aquaman is narrating this whole story just because we, we're not going to understand it unless he tells us my mother and father had a love <laughs> from two worlds. That they found each other. Uh, so, what did you guys think of um, Aquaman's dad? Uh, the the face makeup, the CG face to make him look younger. 
I was just going to say that the, the DCEU is PU when it comes to uh, <laughs> de-aging special effects. It must have been the same guys that were removing Henry Cavill's mustache. I was going to say, Aquaman would be like, all right, kids, when a man made of clay and a plank of wood <laughs> love each other very much, Aquaman is made. All right, so they make a little baby, and then the people from Atlantis come back to <laughs> reclaim their queen. Who they look like they were from a different movie, I got to be honest with you. <laughs> they just like show up in ridiculous spacesuits. <laughs> All right, so Aubrey, what did you think of uh, the action scene of uh, Nicole Kidman and her pitchfork fighting off these uh, RoboCop-looking guys? Um, as much as I hate Tom Cruise, I equally hate Nicole Kidman. Jesus. <laughs> yes, I also hate Nicole Kidman. <laughs> I find her acting to be extremely subpar. Wow. Yeah, and, and um. I, I don't think I've seen anything that I enjoy her in. Whereas at least like Tom Cruise, I liked Valkyrie. Nicole Kidman. I mean, like maybe just go with it. But I think she was just as obnoxious in that. And the only reason I could overlook it was because Dave Matthews was her husband. Mm, I, don't, um, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know. It It was horrible. Honestly, I was like five minutes into the movie and Josh was bitching and then he went to sleep <laughs> so he didn't have to watch it. He's <laughs> like, you know what? Fuck this. Go to sleep. And he did. So he probably enjoyed it out of the most out of everybody. Yeah. I mean, he complained about the CG from the minute he woke up. I mean, until probably yesterday. <laughs> he's, still, he's still complaining about it. And another thing about this movie, this sucks. Yeah, I mean, anytime you bring it up, he starts complaining about it again. And he's like, with all that money they spent, they couldn't have done better CG? I don't understand. It's not that hard to CG a fish. I know. I know. All right, so they uh, have little Aquaman. He grows up, or I'm sorry, he's a baby. Nicole Kidman realizes that she has to go back to Atlantis uh, because they're going to keep coming for her. So he, she leaves her baby Arthur with his father. She has back to Atlantis, and in, at some point, um, Willem Dafoe shows up and says, "Hey, kid, I'm going to train you to uh, swim." He says, "Well, Aquaman, I'm something of a scientist myself." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I don't. That's the one. Well, there's many things about this this plot that I'm like, what? But uh, yeah, at some point he does show up and he decides he's going to train. We never see that, though. We never see Willem Dafoe show up and like talk to young Aquaman about, hey, you're from (laughs) another world. Yeah, you're Aquaman. Right. (laughs) Like they just are suddenly learning how to fight with tridents on the beach. (laughs) Uh, Oh, wait, wait. So so after she goes, so now we're caught up. So now we're somewhat in the present time where Aquaman is fighting a submarine. Uh, these, uh, uh, submarine. We missed the part where he went to the Boston Aquarium that was not actually the Boston Aquarium. Was that in the beginning? I thought that came later on. No, I thought it was towards the beginning. So Anyway, I bitched out loud about that. And then Josh was like, how do you know that that's not the Boston Aquarium? I was like, because the Boston Aquarium is very distinct. <laughs> they could have done a better job. The Boston Aquarium looks nothing like that. It doesn't even have anything like that. 
Mm-hmm. Got that big tube in the middle that you walk up, and, and then a floor of penguins. There's no, nothing even <laughs> close. Can Aquaman talk to penguins? We don't know because they, you know, it said he was at the Boston Aquarium, but in reality, he was he was sitting at probably the L.A. Aquarium talking to fucking sharks. Well, it would have been cooler if he like talked to the penguins and then they like beat up the fucking bullies. <laughs> And we're like, happy feet, motherfucker. (laughs) He could have picked, like, Mystic Aquarium or something that is very generic. Boston Aquarium is very different. Yeah, I don't know if anyone would really... I mean, people from Boston would probably be like, but then there's people from Maine who are probably looking at that lighthouse going... Man, <laughs> I live Just in Maine. From Maine that live in lighthouses going down the beach looking for hot blonde chicks and spandex <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right, so uh, there's a distress call from uh, a submarine who are being attacked by a couple of pirates. Uh, How did the pirates get on the submarine? You know what, dude? Uh, once I re- <laughs> once I realized, like when, yeah, they, oh God. They have the submarine, right? And clearly they have like the sonar thing where they can see things are coming. They didn't see the ship because it's like a prototype stealth underwater ship. Fine. The ship lands. It looks like almost like a little jet. It lands on top of the submarine. And yeah, you're right, Joey. How did they get from outside of their ship into the submarine? They cut a Uh hole. Did they morph through? Like, who knows? (laughs) Who the fuck knows? So anyway, their goal is to take over this submarine. I'm not really sure why. I'm not really sure like why that's their They're pirates. Yeah, but is is this like the fifth submarine that they've taken over this week? Like no, because the- later on in the movie they use that submarine to attack Dolph Lundgren to prove <laughs> that the surface uh, is doesn't like Atlant- Atlanta. <laughs> doesn't like Atlantis. <laughs> right. Sorry, they don't like Donald Glover. So they're attacking Atlanta. <laughs> um, they're they're and. That was why he needed them to steal a submarine. Right. Now, that I understood. That submarine played a piece. It played a part in the plot of the story. But let's just say that there was no Atlantis. Let's just say that these guys, I don't know, like to steal submarines, you know, in their off day. Like, is that their what is what is their job as pirates? What do they steal? Uh, is it like is it like, you know, they take over Tom Hanks? Ship look like, at me. <laughs> I'm the captain now. I'm the Manta now. I don't understand. I don't understand like what their life was before they took over the submarine to further the plot of Aquaman. I don't get it. All right. So so they sent us uh, the people in the submarine sent a distress signal. Uh, there's no one around that can hear him for miles. Um, as the pirates are walking through the submarine, uh, they stop to have a conversation about <laughs> yeah, they completely stop to have exposition about <laughs> about uh, why Manta is going to become the Black Manta by the end of the movie, where he gets the name from. Hey, everyone, I know we're in the process of taking over a nuclear submarine, but we're just going to stop and talk about this knife for a few minutes. <laughs> they literally stop in their tracks to talk about it. Ooh. All right. So then the submarine starts to rise up and it gets taken up to the surface uh, because Aquaman swims underneath it and is able to push the entire submarine up to the top of the surface. And it's at that point where I'm thinking about the abyss and I'm thinking about like the pressurizing. I was thinking the same thing. That's not how any of this works. I'm like, they would be dead. Wouldn't they be dead? Am I crazy? All right. And that's the point where I'm like, all right, I really got to turn my brain off for this movie. This is not going to, it's not going to end well for me. So Aquaman uh, (laughs) brings the submarine up to the surface, goes inside, says permission to come aboard. And uh, gets into a fight with all of the the pirates who are like kind of scared shitless. 
Uh, and then we learned that Aquaman is bulletproof and missile or grenade proof. And he has no shirt on. And there's an awesome scene where he walks through a steam, <laughs> a pipe that gets shot and steam comes out and the movie just goes into slow motion. So we can get a shot of Jason Momoa walking through the steam in slow motion. Aubrey, what did you think of Jason Momoa with no shirt on fighting all of these bad guys? Um, you know, it was okay. When we left the movie, my sister-in-law actually said to me, she's like, you know, I got what I came for, except it was just in a small quantity. I got 20 minutes of Jason Momoa shirtless mm -hmm. in total. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I felt like, I don't, I don't know. I feel, I feel like I was more annoyed with the rest of the movie and I couldn't enjoy anything after that. Wow. All right. All right. So Aquaman comes to the surface. He meets up with his dad. They go out for breakfast, which means beer in Maine. Uh, and the dad has a thing where before Nicole Kidman left to go back to Atlantis, she told him that one day she'd return and the dad goes out to the pier every day at sunrise uh, to look for her. And he's done it every day since she left. So he's out by the pier at sunrise. Aquaman shows up. They said, let's go get breakfast. They go have some beers. They meet some bikers uh, who want to take pictures with Aquaman. And then uh, Mira shows up. Mira from uh, Justice League. Pretty much doing the exact same thing she did in Justice League. She shows up, says, hey, we need your help. Come with us. And she delivers pretty much the exposition. Joey, what did you think of Mira's, perform or Mira's appearance? All right. So there's two things here. One, I thought she's smoking hot. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, my God. It was like distracting when she's on screen in that green outfit. Jesus Christ. But, uh, yeah, I mean, she was fine. I know a problem with her. What I did have a problem with was she references that this movie takes place after Justice League. Right. But then they're acting like he's never been to Atlanta. I said Atlanta. There we go again. <laughs> that he's, ever, he's never been to Atlanta. He's never seen a Thrasher's game. Um, <laughs> he's never been to Atlantis. But in Justice League, he went to Atlantis. Right. Well, he went to well, – yeah, see – in order for me to and really, didn't make, he have the trident in Justice League? He had a trident. They referenced that. He's like, I already got a trident. Mm -hmm. Not like this one. But he went to Atlantis. He went there and he talked to her in a water bubble. Do we not remember this? See, I remember that, but I don't. I don't know. Was he? Was he in Atlantis? The only way that I could really rationalize, rationalize this is if I go back and rewatch Justice League, and I just haven't gotten to that point yet. And I'm not doing that. <laughs> but he's also kind of acting like he doesn't know who she is, right? He didn't, he didn't yeah, talk I mean, to her for water bubble. I, you know, what's so sad is that I didn't watch or not. I didn't, I didn't remember justice league enough to even remember that that was part of justice league. I thought it was part of a trailer for Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you hang out with uh, Mira in that green outfit underwater in a giant water bubble, I think you're going to remember it. <laughs> right. Yeah, saying. I was waiting for it to come up in Aquaman. I was like, where the hell is that part I saw in the trailer? Part of Justice League. <laughs> in a completely different movie. That's where it is. All right, so she asked for his help again. He says, no, I'm, I'm out. And uh, then for some unexplicable reason, uh, Orm, his half-brother, uh, decides to wash ashore all of, like, all of the garbage and pollution that the world has put into the water. Old ships... Lots of trash, all of a sudden washes up on shore. 
And uh, there's one scientist who believes that Atlantis does exist, and he's played by the guy that was the FBI agent in Ant-Man and the Jimmy Woo. <laughs> That's not who it is. Is it? That's what his it? name in Ant-Man. Is it Jamie Woo? Yeah. Jimmy Woo. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so anyway, he's uh, he's a guy who's a scientist who believes that Atlantis does exist, and he's on the news talking about it, and this kind of kind of proves his point that there is something on the water that uh, threw all of this stuff uh, up on the shore. So Aquaman and his dad almost drown because of this big tidal wave. Mira saves them. And that's what makes Aquaman decide, all right, I'm going to go to Atlantis. I'm going to confront my half brother and save the world. I think is, is that, is that, does that sound right? Yes. Because if uh, Orm becomes the ocean master, attacks the surface he will destroy everybody and then everybody will just live in atlantis and all the surface people will be dead okay right now why does he want to attack the surface because they pollute the ocean i think and he's tired of living in the shadows he wants to take over all of the world i would you rather just be a ruler of your part of atlantis and get to bang mira all the time (laughs) he wants more dude I you guess so. Kind of like in Blade Runner 2049, like wouldn't you just go find the baby and be like, all right, I'm going home to Anna D. Armas. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's over in 25 minutes. <laughs> here, here you go, Jared Leto in a kimono. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now Aquaman is in Atlantis. Uh, he has to fight his brother in the Ring of Fire. Awful name. They battle. He kind of gets his ass kicked, and then Mira has to rescue him to take him to uh, Willem Dafoe's character, where they realize that in, in order for him to become the king of Atlantis, he has to have the trident. Magical trident. Right. The magical trident of King something, whatever the king's name was. Aragon, son <laughs> of Arathon. <laughs> so now him and Mira are on a mission to... Well, there's some archaeologists that found a music box, but they don't have the instrument to play <laughs> it. Like so, I, can, I knew this was like convoluted, but just listening to you explaining <laughs> is like hurting my brain. I will say that Atlantis itself looked great. Yes. Yeah. Anytime, and I know we're taking the piss out of this, but anytime there's action in this movie, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> so like there's a fight looks fucking great. As soon as we go back to the plot and talking. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's talk about like all of the things that we actually really did like about the movie. I feel bad not loving this movie because it gives me everything that I could possibly want in an Aquaman movie. Like I want him in orange and green on a seahorse and a trident attacking people. And I got that. But for some reason, this movie still doesn't work. Let's talk about what we liked about it. Aubrey, was there anything that you actually really liked about the movie? I um I liked the fight scenes mm-hmm. and I agree that Atlantis did look really nice. Um but that is the extent of it. All right, Joy, what about you? Other than uh Amber Heard in a <laughs> tight green suit. Uh well, that was obviously a positive, <laughs> but I really liked like I said the the world, it looks good. Like Atlantis looks great. Everything yep. that they're doing like looks cool. I liked all the special effects. I liked the way the soldiers looked i like all the little like nods to things like i like the fact that mira can control water and then she controls wine and bottles that was <laughs> in a room like there was and all 
the fight scenes are fucking phenomenal. When Black Manta is uh, chasing them in Italy, yep, that is great. But it's just so dumbed down. Like it feels like four movies. Like it feels like Aquaman one, two, and three crammed into one movie. <laughs> sure, yeah, it's definitely there's definitely enough material for. They probably felt like this was going to be their only chance to get this right, so they might as well just throw it all in the first one. But uh, there's definitely material for two movies that they crammed into this one, at least two movies. Right. And like I said, I love the way it looks. It, it reminded me a lot of Flash Gordon, and you get that <laughs> from a lot of people, but like just that it was just so batshit insane in a lot of places that it, it didn't seem to give two fucks about whether you thought that was cool or not. It's just like, this movie's nuts. Here we go. Right. Like, right. But it also just fe- it felt really long to like just waiting and waiting and waiting. And then they get to the magical cave and you're like, oh, okay, this, this is it. They're going to get the magical trident and we're done. No, it's <laughs> still like 20 minutes of battle to go. I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, you can tell that they have like, they have the right intentions. They just didn't have like a really solid script. And, it, you know, it wouldn't be bad if, like, none of the other Marvel movies existed. Like, if we lived in a world where only DC movies, this would be an amazing movie. But we've seen superhero movies be told very well, and incredibly well. And this movie has, like, all the ingredients, but it that plot and that story just doesn't, it's not engaging enough. I don't know. Something about it just doesn't fall into place. And it, it really I, sucks. I really liked when they went to the trench where all the monsters live. Yeah, that was that part was fucking cool. And like, that's like almost a movie right there. (laughs) Right. It's so much like stuff buried in here. Uh, I don't know. It just was frustrating at times, but I mean, it was fine. I feel like James Wan did good with what he was given. Yeah. Like here, have an Aquaman movie that everybody makes fun of. You know, you're, you got your work cut out for you. You got to turn this around. He did a really good job making the suits look a lot better than they do in the comics. Um, making the butt of everybody's jokes. Like he turned it around. Like the, the fact that Aquaman usually rides a seahorse, the seahorses looked fucking cool in this. Um, like it wasn't ridiculous when they did it, but I mean, even Dolph Lundgren did such an amazing job. That was the most surprising to me because I was like, yeah, Dolph Lundgren. But I feel like the story wasn't that good and it was too long. If they had shortened it a lot, it would have been really good. Um, I think it had potential. If they could have cut out some of the parts that felt too long, it probably it wouldn't have given it that much of an opportunity to be as bad as I felt it was. Mm-hmm. And the problems I, I had with this, I have with like every single other DC movie. Like, why the hell, why the fuck can't they get it together with their CG? Why is every single DC movie so bad with CG? Who is on that team? The uh, parts where they're in Italy and they're like, oh, you gotta, or they're in the desert and then they go to the tomb and then they go to Italy and they got to use the bottle, which was very uh, national treasure. Uh, I, that was all great. Sure. <laughs> why couldn't that have been the whole movie? Sure, sure. They're like eating roses and uh, <laughs> meeting a little. But it was fun because it was just Jason Momoa being Aquaman, which is what, which is the best part of the movie. Like the actual movie isn't good. <laughs> it's just him walking around being Aquaman. That's fun. I will say the uh, special effects of them underwater 
people were swimming, moving around, just doing things. It was phenomenal. Looked a million times better than I thought it could ever look. Yeah. It was done without shooting in a water tank. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was really worried about like their hair and like bubbles and all of that shit. Like if it was going to look like it was underwater. And they, yeah, they did a really good job um, conveying that they are underwater. Especially when you remember Batman v Superman. It's Jason Momoa clearly holding his breath <laughs> <laughs> underwater. It looked terrible. And this looked fucking great for the whole movie. So that was good. Those were good special effects. Mm-hmm. And all right. All right. So uh, let, let's wrap it up and give our final thoughts. I wrote a review of it. I um, It should be hopefully be on the website at some point soon. I believe they have a lot of potential. They had a good effort. Like I said, it gave me everything that I could want in an Aquaman movie except for a decent story. Everything else is fine. Um, him controlling the sea creatures, him doing a little uh, special effect where the little circles come around. The circles? Yeah, yeah. that's great. A super friends effect. Yeah. yeah, good for them for including that. But it's the script is just it's just not good. There's so much stuff that they could have done better w- regarding the story. So I gave it a three out of five. All right. What about you, Aubrey? Out of five, I'd probably give it a three. What? Um, <laughs> She's such an easy grader. I know. <laughs> I wish you were my teacher in high school. <laughs> it's not the worst DC movie I've seen. Like I, and I don't think anything can top Wonder Woman for me because I loved Wonder Woman. And I don't even know why I really love Wonder Woman as much as I do, but I do. And and so this is probably my second favorite DC movie um, because the other ones are just deplorable. Uh, Where would you rate them? All right, give your score and then we'll go around and we'll we'll rank the DCEU movies. What's your score? So we have four of them, right? Five. 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 What's the fifth one? Suicide Squad, Justice League, Batman v Superman, Wonder Woman and uh, Aquaman. Aquaman. Which one was I forgetting? Probably Justice League. Um, so I I give it a three, but I would I would do Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Uh, this is where it gets tough. It'd probably Batman v No, yeah, probably Batman v Superman, Justice League, Suicide Squad. What about Man of Steel? We forgot that one. <laughs> I didn't watch Man of Steel. All right, we'll, we'll let you up look for that one. All right, well, I gave this movie a 2.75 out of 5, and like I said earlier, it really feels like Venom, like 2005's hottest superhero movie. Yep. Like, it's a goddamn mess, and at times it's a beautiful mess, but it's still it's a fucking mess. <laughs> so, but it's not as much of a mess as other DC movies, so that I would go see Aquaman 2, um, undertow boogaloo or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but you know, they do need to fix some things in, in this movie a lot. So, but I would, I would go see another one and you know, 2.75, my DCEU ranking would go, uh, I would probably say Aquaman would be the best one so far. It, you know what it reminds me of is the first Thor movie a lot, even though I think that's better than this. Oh yeah. But, Thor is way better than this, but the same kind of vibe. Like I feel the same way about him. So Aquaman, um, then like big gap, then <laughs> Wonder Woman, which was only okay, and then a huge gap, and then Suicide Squad, uh, Just Ass League, uh, Man of Steel, and then of course the lowest ranking movie in the history of So Wizard Podcast with a negative one million out of five, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Just Ass. Wow. Yeah. What about you, Mark? Your DCEU power rankings. Uh, okay, so I would have to say Wonder Woman number one, 
Aquaman number Kal-El, two. Kal-El, no. Kal-El, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. So Wonder Woman, uh, Wonder Woman number one, Aquaman number two. I would have, you know, I, I have to give Justice League the third spot. I didn't know that movie is a mess, but I enjoyed parts of it. And then I would say probably based on Will Smith and uh, Margot Robbie's Suicide Squad, but that's like a huge, yeah. huge gap in between those two. That, and, that's what put it in, in that spot for me, too, is Margot Robbie in hot pants. <laughs> and then after that, um, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, the extended cut. Because at least it it fleshes out Clark's character a little bit more, which is what I wanted. Uh, and then way down at the fucking bottom is Man of Steel. Fuck that movie. <laughs> right. Suicide Squad is trash. Yes. 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 Right. It, it, it totally Once you get is. past number two in this ranking, you're pretty much just rating shit on shit. So. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if I had a penis, it may be a little bit higher, but fuck that movie. Yeah, and we also get Enchantress Ridiculous Dancing was pretty funny, which is a lot more enjoyable than anything in Man of Steel. So Yeah, the, the tube man. <laughs> <laughs> I love that actress slash model. I think she's really attractive, so it's, it makes it even sadder to me. <laughs> she gave it one of the worst performances of all time. You should, but, you should watch Valerian then and really get your feel. Do you know that we sell uh, at my job? I have to stock it every night. We sell tea that puts you to sleep, and you know what is one of the ingredients in it? <laughs> it's a valerian root. Valerian root. <laughs> so every time Beautiful. I stock it, I'm like valerian root, the city of a thousand planets. <laughs> oh god! All right, so that's gonna do it for Aquaman. Why don't you let us know what you think? Uh, hit us up on Twitter or. Uh, facebook let us know what you thought i'm sure the opinions are gonna be all over the board but yeah probably the best ECU yet so they're on the right track so let's get some recommendations out there for the listeners aubrey what do you got for the listeners out there stay in school <laughs> that's what i say every time i'm working at the mall Man, stay in school kids don't give up all right what about you mark ellis uh, a couple of quick recommendations in the uh one of the very best movies that I've seen in years, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. There's a gag about a Christmas album that they talk about where Spidey does a Christmas album. And they actually released that album online. Uh, if you check out a So Wizard podcast Facebook page, uh, there's a link to it on YouTube. Uh, it's all the Spider-Man songs, uh, Spider-Man Christmas songs. And uh, all of the actors that were in the movie do a little bit. So uh, it's, it's really silly. It's a really silly um, album. Uh, and the other thing is uh, season two of Runaways is on Hulu now. And uh, I watched the first couple of episodes. It's still not a great show, but it's entertaining enough. It gives me what I want. And Hulu did something different this year. Uh, they heard your cries. They didn't. They're not going to do them week to week because I started watching the first episode. I'm like, all right, here we go. Episode one. We're going to get ready for a 13 week excursion. Uh, but they put them all online right now. So you can binge all 13 episodes. Uh, right now, which I thought was really cool. So uh, awesome! Yeah, if you like Runaways, uh, season two has a little bit more money behind it. Uh, they set it up pretty good from the first season. Uh, I've watched the first couple episodes, and it's it's entertaining enough. Um, I'm hoping it's going to get better. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Well, I will suggest a few things. Uh, first off, go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks from Adam and Markellis, and so much more. So is your podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. Check us out on Spotify or just about any podcatching app under the sun. 
We also have a Patreon page. You can check us out at patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast where you can monetarily support the show while getting at least one extra episode of the podcast exclusively for you each month. This month we did a review of Twilight New Moon. Next month was the only way to hear our review of Bumblebee will be through our Patreon page. So check that out at patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast. Oh boy, I gotta send a couple shout outs. Shout out to Micronesia where we have been at the top of the TV and film charts in iTunes for about a week. So big ups to Micronesia. Yeah. Thank you. Micronesia. Is that a real place? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Yay. Shout out to Micronesia. Our, our, are, there, are there astronauts called Micronauts? Cause that would be really fucking cool <laughs> if they were. And <laughs> I lost my train of thought. When I was <laughs> lost, hmm, micronauts. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. And big ups to Austria. It's another uh, country where we've been uh, hitting on the iTunes charts in Austria. So big ups. Much love to Austria and Micronesia. Also, uh, I want to suggest a few things. If you want to check out the first episode of the Sci-Fi Channel adaptation of Image Comics Deadly Class, it is now free on YouTube, whether you subscribe or have cable or not. Check that out. We will be talking about that as we get into the new year. And uh, I would also say watch Sabrina. I uh, finally got a chance to sit down and watch about four more episodes of it. And it is still fucking fantastic. So The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is on Netflix. But all that being said, next week, we're going to go through our best and worst of 2018. So get your list together and compare it to ours. That's going to do it for this week. Episode 229 of the So Wizard Podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Have a merry non-secular solstice <laughs> or whatever you may choose to celebrate. I love it. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Markellis Reagans. Uh, I hope everybody have a nice and safe and happy holiday. Uh, go see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse if you haven't seen it already. And Wakanda forever. We'll see you next week, guys. Remember, my friends, future events of such as these will affect you in the future. Good journey. But he's probably not because he's a mystical creature. It's Christmas time in Hollywood. Eggnog and vodka feeling jolly good. Like, ho, ho, I'm naked in the snow with Mrs. Claus under the mistletoe. Yeah. Sit on my lappy. What's on your wish list? Tiss, tiss, that's not appropriate for Christmas. Christmas is my favorite. Christmas rocks. What's this? Oh, no, another pair of socks. No, 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 no.